Welcome to the second episode of the Leadership Podcast. My name is Hillary Patterson, and I am here with my lovely host, Johnny Zielinski. And we are very excited to have Cindy Klein with us today. We are going to be interviewing her. She is one of the managers at the Vested Group and has had a crazy life, I dare say. <laughs> there's literally nothing that you haven't done. Every time I see you, there's some new story about what's mm-hmm. going on. Um, one of the things that we're talking about in this podcast is work and getting to know people and what's going on with them. Mm-hmm. But also a side joke is that nobody knows what you do, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm curious, if we were ask your mom what mm-hmm. you do, what would she say? You know, my mother was actually pretty tech savvy when she was working. Of course, that was 30 years ago when she retired, so it's been a while. But when they first came out with word processors, she managed a word processing center. And and I worked with her. I was a teenager. So at that time, I was kind of exposed to some of the new technology. But recently, she's she's not keeping up. She can't operate her phone. So um, she thinks that I write programs. She, she thinks I'm a coder. Oh, well, so. like a little tiny bit of that in there. She ever right? asked you to code anything? No, no, she doesn't, but she does ask me constantly to, to fix her phone. Okay. Yeah, okay. There's, there's a lot of the, can you fix my computer, can yeah. you fix my printer, you're yeah. like, oh, I really no, don't know much usually, about that. I don't know why I can't get to my email on my phone, you know, and do you remember my passwords? I finally got them to write all their passwords down and give them to me. Yeah, yeah. like that. <laughs> I, have, I have that too, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, in the, why do you come to work? I love work. That's, I've always loved work. I'm a workaholic. There's no doubt about it. And when I don't have enough work, I kind of lose my mind. Well, yeah, I can understand that. Mm-hmm. I, I think I mentioned it earlier, but you have had a crazy life of activities and jobs. Mm-hmm. So can you give us a brief rundown of what led you to where you are now? Actually, it's a, my career has almost been one accident after another. I, I became a consultant sort of by accident. I went to an OAUG conference, which is an Oracle user group conference, back in the mid-90s, and I got a phone call and said, how'd you like to move to Denver and be a consultant and make 60% more than you're making now? I'm like, sign me up. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, from there, I, I stayed in Denver for about 10 years. I was a consultant, went through different firms of, of consulting, and then went independent. And uh, then we relocated to Alaska. And I was there for five years working with uh, the uh, Tanana Chiefs Conference. So it was pretty interesting. I supported all their Oracle applications there. And then uh, I, was, I always spoke at every conference, every Oracle conference. I'd do a session, at least one. Mm-hmm. And uh, some guys from the UN saw me speak. And so th- they had a position open in Italy. And so they contacted me and said, do you know anybody who'd be interested in working in Italy? And I was like, me. And uh, so I interviewed for that job and then we moved to Italy and lived there for eight years and I was a consultant there. And then we, you know, decided we were done with the UN and came back and and uh, found my job at TVG. Best job ever. I can kind of back that up a little bit. So what did you what did you do for fun while you were in Alaska? Like what do you do there? In Alaska, we yeah. played a lot of poker. A lot of poker. Yeah, <laughs> so you did. we did. Every Friday night, we had people over at the house playing poker. We played Texas Hold'em. Okay. Yeah, we had a lot of fun We and uh, a lot of fishing, a lot of outdoor activities. Did you catch any yourself? Oh, yeah. 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 We'd go halibut fishing. All right. Yeah. And at 25 pounds or less, they throw it back. It's called a chicken. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's a real muscle workout yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we would we would do that a lot. Go fishing or just, you know, driving around looking at things. And one time we were driving down on the Kenai Peninsula and we, it was salmon fishing season, which they call combat fishing. The fishermen are always, I mean, they're elbow to elbow in the river. And then up the, up the, the river a little ways were 
two grizzlies fighting over a salmon. Oh. And one of them would have the grizzly, and the other one would go, bam, and then they would drop it, and then the other one would pick it up, and they would, bam, they'd then drop it again. You just and went in there and took it from both of them, didn't you? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> not, no, not a wise was, career move at all, right? It was, yeah. it was actually a lot of fun. We have that on video, but it was, you know, from a distance, you just want to, you know. Okay. But the fishermen were like 20 yards up the, the river, and they were completely unfazed. We're going to see if we can get that uh, grizzly video and attach it to the <laughs> Well, speaking of, okay, so your transition to the UN, mm -hmm. I mean, obviously Italy, because you saw that story and we're all like, wow, what was that like? Mm -hmm. and, and you have a house there. You yes. obviously lived there for a while. Yep. So what kind of work did you do for them? I was the, um, an Oracle consultant again for them. And we, what we did was we were changing accounting methods. We were going from a cash basis to an accrual basis. So they had never... Uh, capitalize their inventory. They'd never capitalize their assets. They did keep track of what assets they had, but it was kind of a, you know, a guess. So I was, it, it took me a few years, but we actually implemented uh, fixed assets to fully integrate with the other applications, tie to their payable system so they knew what they had. And then I trained the, the field how to take inventory because they never capitalized their inventory. So I got to travel to Sudan and South Sudan and to Ghana and help them learn how to take inventory of the, the project materials that they had. So it was, that was pretty interesting yeah. and a little scary, but it was very interesting. I can't even imagine how, mm -hmm. how much stuff there is to be had and then what it is like to work with that many different types of people, you know, mm -hmm. just from different places and all the different cultures. That's it was a lot of fun. And when I got there, they had what they called a rub hall. I didn't even know what that was. Mm -hmm. It's like a gigantic tent, and that's what they use as a warehouse. So it's, it's mm -hmm. really with cloth walls, but it is as big as any warehouse. And, uh, and that's where they keep their, the, the products that they're keeping for, to be used on projects. Interesting. Yeah. And it's weatherproof, I imagine? I mean, it just Pretty much, okay. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not supposed to be there long term. It's temporary because it's being stored in the warehouse to be deployed on projects. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. And another thing I think is really interesting, um, you know, the IT industry in general isn't considered to be very female friendly a lot of times. Mm -hmm. um, and so like, you've been doing this for a long time and, mm -hmm. and obviously are really good at it. Um, what are some of the hurdles that you've kind of faced and what do you wish mm -hmm. that you had known and could tell mm -hmm. young people to kind of be ready for? I can't really say as I faced any hurdles or if I did I, I didn't know it I, I'm very kind of outspoken and um, confident I guess and they I just work with people I like to work with men they're pretty straightforward and, and uh, so that was for me never an issue oh, um, what I would advise uh, younger women in in this type of a career or in, in any career actually would be do what makes you happy you know, don't be afraid to try new things and don't be afraid to fail. I have failed and I have been successful, you know, and, and it's okay. You know, you have to, you have to do what makes you happy. Okay. So what was, what would you say one of your failures was? What, what did you learn uh, from that? When I was in, when I was in Fairbanks, I really wanted to stay, but um, actually we were waiting for the gas pipeline to come through. I had a training company up there and it, we just, we couldn't make it. The, the, and the gas line is still not going through. You know, so it, you know, they kept saying, okay, 18 months, it'll be 18 more months, it'll be 18 more months. And we were there for five years and it never came through. Mm. You know, and it was just the economy just couldn't support another training facility. Huh. 
yeah, that would be disappointing. Yeah, <laughs> it was, but hey, you know, I, I ended up moving to Italy, so it turned out okay. That's true. You did yeah. find the bright side. Yep. Cindy, I was going to say that if I've worked with you the past couple of years, and I feel like if somebody put a brick wall in front of you that, and they said, how are you going to get through this, you'd smash right through it. <laughs> uh, I've seen <laughs> you manage much. projects. You're a go-getter. Uh, and, I, and I think that that's unique in the way that you think, and it shows, and that's why we, we like having you here and interviewing mm -hmm. you. So uh, I, I'm going to ask you some weird questions, but I think they kind of help uh, describe how you think as a person. So uh, let's go ahead and start with this one. So we, uh, you've been given an elephant. Mm -hmm. You can't get rid of it. Mm -hmm. There's nothing you can do about it. It's with you. What are you going to do with it? Yeah, I, I thought about that one, and I would definitely ride it. You'd ride the elephant. Yeah, I would. I, I've ridden an elephant before, so yeah, <laughs> so this as long is not as I can you. get up on it, I could. I would ride. <laughs> a little help, a little, a little uh, push. Of course, she's already ridden one. That's <laughs> funny. You take it to work every day. I would. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, yeah, People would probably get out of my way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. Is it comfortable to ride on an elephant? No, no. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so we finished this interview. We're stepping outside this office, right? Oh. You look on the ground. You got a lottery ticket. You find out you win fifteen million dollars. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do with that? I would pay off all my bills, pay off all my son's bills, and then I would keep working. I would just invest And then the back to work. Yep, yeah, back to work. Absolutely. All I right. would go crazy if I didn't have work. I believe that. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, so if you could do any other job besides going to work right now, like you're working at the Vested Group, I imagine you love that job, right? Mm -hmm. I do. Best job ever. Yeah. It is the best job ever. <laughs> <laughs> if you do anything else, like pick of the litter, what would you do? I want to be a professional bridge player. I've heard that you participate in these bridge tournaments, right? Yeah. I, I love to play bridge. Yeah. So, yeah. I heard you were actually bringing that into the office, that there was yeah. like lunchtime bridge games. Yep. And we've had a few lunchtime bridge games, and, and, and sometimes people are really excited about it, and then, you know, they play once and they never come back. So mm. I'm not entirely sure what that is. <laughs> it's, it's them. It's definitely <laughs> them, right? That's a complicated game, too. I, I sat know, there a couple yeah. lunch sessions. I didn't make it. Yeah. I was weeded out. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You're like, wait, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah, so I, I actually had one more. I'm sorry. I'm no, no, no. I'm just like, so, okay, we got to work right, out. So do you see yourself, in, are you familiar with the terms hunter and gatherer? Yes. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. So just for some background for people listening to this, uh, typically in a primitive society, there's hunters and gatherers, those that go out and hunt for meat and are kind of more the aggressive types and those that are gathering berries and kind of materials and supplies for other things around their society. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you see yourself more as? Both are, both are equally valuable. I'm, I'm a hunter. You're a hunter. Mm -hmm. I, I was gonna. T I could have said that, but I wanted to hear you say that. There's no doubt. I'm I'm a hunter. I know. My favorite thing about you is the directness. I love it. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, Yeah, that's just what I think. It's great. Thank you. Yes. So, hunter, what are you? Well, I. I know, a bit of both, a bit of a hybrid. Yeah. You know, I'm out there hunting. I want to be efficient. Maybe get a handful of berries while I'm getting ready to spear this thing. So, yeah, I think I'd be a, a gatherer, but then I would just ultimately wind up trying to boss around the hunters. And so, yeah. <laughs> then, you know, getting involved. So, so all in, right? All I can in. See it. I can see it. Um, what is the best compliment you've ever received? Actually, um, the best compliment there have been two: one personal and one professional. From a professional aspect, I have been told on more than one occasion that I'm the best boss a person has ever had. And that to me is really important because I want to be a mentor, coach, I want to be the parachute for right. that person. Let them make mistakes and, and learn from those mistakes. To me that's very important. And, uh, and so I really enjoy that. I, I like that a lot. On a personal level, uh, when my son was little, it, it, 
there were times when he might go to dinner at somebody else's house or something like that, and one of the parents one time came back and told me, your son is so well-mannered. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, is that my child? <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah. And that made me feel really good, too. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you're like, if you're going to bring it, bring it when you go to see other people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're a little different mm -hmm. when, they, when mm -hmm. they get home sometimes. So you were gonna, I saw on your list of questions, Hillary, you're going to ask her about what she did, like she ran her own business at one point. Yeah, I was yeah. curious about that. So you, because I think that's a difficult transition for some people to go mm -hmm. from being an entrepreneur, being in charge, mm -hmm. um, and I think that was your transition from Alaska to Italy, correct? Right. Mm -hmm. So how, how was that for you? It was difficult, but at the same time, it was kind of a huge relief. Uh, in, in Alaska, I had staff that worked for me, and I, when I when and you know when you're not working, you're not getting paid, mm -hmm. and so when you're an entrepreneur, you're constantly working. You're under pressure 24/7 to to make sure you have uh, income coming in to support the people who work for you, and that was very difficult uh, and a, a lot of pressure. And when I went to Italy, I, I was only responsible for me, and, which made it so much more. It was it was easy. It was a relief. I know, to go over there uh, and then back here working with the vested group it's the same thing I, I feel the pressure to make sure that you know we we bring business in and that I do a good job but I don't feel the kind of pressure that the, the partners feel mm -hmm. you know, yeah. which is and that's huge yeah I think it's probably a really valuable experience though, to be able to appreciate it from mm -hmm. the other side like absolutely. you know there's just a lot of other forces that sometimes you can't see absolutely yeah. and when I say best job ever I'm coming from I've been working for 40 years mm -hmm. you know so it just, is the best job. Yeah, just it, a little bit longer than me. Well, and then one of your jobs was at Safari Park? Because I, I yeah, you didn't, you didn't yeah, mention that here. That was but. my first job, and I worked at the International Wildlife Park. It was actually Lion Country Safari when I was there. And I worked in the nursery taking care of the baby animals. And it was it was a lot of fun. Pre, pre Tiger King, too. Right? And that's yes, yes. Pre Tiger King, yeah, it was. It was it was huge fun. I loved it. And I drove a little golf cart around and fed all the little animals and everything. It was it was a lot of fun. That's crazy. That would be a great first job. You heard of your first tiger yeah. queen. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, probably not. Yeah, that would be rough. But yeah, that would think that'd be a great first job. It was it was a great first job. And so were you in, And I made like thirteen dollars a day. Worked uh, all day long. It was you know, and that was a lot of well, money. I mean, a dollar an hour. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> sure that the hours you work I know that you were not afraid to go uh, past the eight to five mark so uh, so you're on a deserted island uh, you have all of your basic human needs taken care of like your food and your water mm -hmm. what two items would you have to have with you you know you're gonna be stuck here for a very long time and, and that was I was am I allowed to take a person uh, sure why not yeah, you're, you're, you're gonna say Jim uh, yes, I was going to say. <laughs> no, say, say wait, wait. no, I would definitely have. If I can have a person, I wasn't sure what the rules were. Okay. Then I would have Jim uh -huh. and a deck of cards or our scrap. I board. knew a deck of cards was yeah, going to be in there. Yeah, perfect too. That wouldn't be bridge, right? Yeah. But no, it no, would be, it wouldn't it be would... bridge. But we can play. We play a lot of other games too. Yeah. We play. Uh, we play a lot of cribbage. I love cribbage. Yeah, yeah actually, I used to play that all yeah. the time. That's kind of yeah. funny. Well, thank you so much for coming out and talking with us today. I yeah, think that Cindy. it was my pleasure. Was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. You, you are a very interesting person, and well, I thank you. Yeah, every time we talk to you, we do learn something new. <laughs> um, so, thanks everybody for joining us today, and we will be back with another episode soon.